What up, dude? What up, 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 dude? What's what happening? What it do, man? Happy Friday. What it do, man? Man, you know, shit. Another day. Another dollar, as they say. Right, 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 for sure. It's the weekend. It's the weekend. We had old people boxing last weekend. <laughs> We had amateurs boxing. Next level, yo. We got, you know, the threads coming out. Next level. We got NBA basketball coming back in a couple weeks. Yes, 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 yes. We got yes. MVPs getting traded. Yes. It's been, a, it's been a very lively, entertaining seven days. It has <laughs> been. It definitely has. I, I want, it's it's low-key been one of the most active weeks of sports, I would say. One yeah. of the most active weeks of sports. And then, I mean, even trailing from last week. Um, we had Wednesday night it? football. We had Wednesday night football Not Wednesday, this week. Wednesday afternoon because it came yeah. on at like 12 here. It came on like at 1230. Yeah. And then <laughs> we so had, weird. you know, we got these bas- college basketball tournaments going on and stuff. So, it's been it's been a lot of sports. Yeah. It's low-key been a lot of sports. I feel like it's a little bit more, it's been a little bit more active these last couple weeks than it's been in a little while. Yeah. You know, it's it is a lot going on. Yeah, and I, I came yeah, from yeah. like when it's too much going on. Sometimes I just get overwhelmed. Understandable. You know, then I turn on my HBO Max. <laughs> I, I respect it. I respect it. But yeah, you know, it's and, and I feel like it's been uh, you know, it's just kind of been a little bit of a little bit of everything. You know what I mean? Like a little bit of everything. Yeah. Um. But you know, we just gotta you gotta kind of find our balance through the chaos. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know, with what's going on in the world and things like that. Because mm-hmm. I mean, what are we on? Like another, not a lockdown, but is it? it I don't. It's it's like a, it's a half lockdown. Cause, Cause we got a curfew, if, right? Yeah. If it's it's what we went through out here back in May. Yeah. Like, cause what March April it was like. All right, you we shut, shut down. Everything. We yeah, shut everything correct. down. Everything. And then in May, parks, trails, the beach open back up, stores open back up a little bit, and that was it. Right, right. And that's we are back in the month of May now. <sighs> repeat offender. <laughs> <laughs> repeat offender. Do y'all repeat offender? Also, shout out to the homeboy Nick who's jump who's joining in via IG live. What it do, man? Welcome, welcome. Let's get over here. See this. See this is fun though because this is like the first time we doing like the IG live with you know the extra person. Nick, what up? Perfect. What's up, guys? What it do, what bro? Having it, man. Nick What's DP up, DP man? Nick. What's you the see, deal? See, I got the hockey threads on for you, bro. All right, all right. I like it. You know, <laughs> you, know you know, paying homage to. Paying out to your sport, man. So yeah, yeah. Um, everybody listening, Nick McGee, good friend of mine. Uh, we met, man. When did we meet? It was a while ago. Man, it's had to. It has to have been at least, oh, at least a good four years now. At least, at least a good four years now. For the back in the times when when we knew Drew. Before, yes. You know, he went big time out in Colorado. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, man. Once again, welcome to the show, man. Um, you know, I gave you you know idea of what we're gonna talk about, but uh, for everybody listening, you know, give us your background. You know, sports you done, sports you doing. Uh, you know, I know you in sports media. 
You've helped me yeah. do some things, which has been pretty cool. We can talk about that in a little bit. But yeah, give everybody a background. All right, so, uh, so I got my start in sports media about four years ago, uh, playing junior ice hockey. Uh, for those of you that don't know what junior hockey is, junior hockey is where essentially it's, it's, it's like where you go before, you know, potentially you get drafted. So I was playing there for a little bit, and uh, I, I was so good that uh, the, the organization had me broadcasting games by the end of the year. So, uh, <laughs> so obviously the NHL route never panned out, but, but uh, I'm, I'm very happy to be where I'm at. I love the broadcasting lifestyle. It's so much fun. Um, and so now I've been, uh, I'm still doing, I'm doing San Diego State, so I'm the play-by-play voice of their ice hockey team. And I'm doing a little work in social media too. Uh, I work with a few different accounts, so I'm one of the, uh, one of the people that uh, I'm really helping out at the moment, uh, you know, a few like, like innovative dining groups. So I'm doing some media there, For sure. also too uh, with the uh, with the recording academy as well, the recording academy Grammys. So I help run their social media accounts too, uh, mostly mostly during nominations and, and show time and, and other things like that. And uh, and so uh, yeah, it's been a crazy last uh, couple of weeks for everything. It's been fun. You sneaky mother lover. All right, so <laughs> you, so we was texting before the show. And he, he threw me in there like, hey, we can, like let's try to talk about the Grammys. Not telling me though that he like do stuff for him, man. <laughs> like how you go? All right, now, and, now and, it clicks. Okay, that was, that was an easy segue right there, though. It is. You, you just, all you had to do was speak on your your reality. Like you do that, so right? He do that. You know so what you know what? Easy. He brought it up. We'll get to sports in a bit. We talk about the Grammys real quick. All right, nominations. Yeah. Um, you're a part of that. Do you have any gripes with any category, any artist that did didn't make it? You in the, you you already in it. Also, don't get fired. So, yes, but yes. what your feelings on the Grammys, and then as far as other people's or the the fans' reactions, which happens every year at this point, it's like you know, somebody's always gonna get snubbed. Like that's just the right. reality. Right. Stop being mad. But you know, what's your take on that? Well, y- you know, I I I'm a neutral party in everything. You know, I, when when it comes down to how the selection. It's 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 the artists in the in the academy that that vote on all the categories that um, you know that that really end up making the decision of who gets nominated and who wins. So eff- effectively, uh, all I am when that happens is sort of a all I am really is a, is a technical reporter, I guess you could say, in the whole process. So I, I get to see what's going on behind the scenes, and you know, I, I help out with some of the some of the editing stuff here and there too. I've done some of that, but. But mostly that that's that's been my role as far as who's been nominated um, you know congratulations uh, to all the nominees um, well deserved for everybody well deserved that's a dope though I do. Yeah, I ain't never met somebody that you know work for the Grammy. So yeah, that's I, a nice level. Hell, now I feel cool. Hey, shout, shout, shout to yeah. shout to Little so Dirt getting nominated. Shout out to Little Dirt. I don't work for them directly. I work for them indirectly through through a third party uh, company that we we help them run their social media. So. Regardless, we gonna say solid. that you work with them. <laughs> yeah, it's still yeah. solid. Hey man, we we just gonna hype it up. We a hype machine over here. That's what's up, Fair man. Enough. Fair enough. Was there any any grapes with the Grammys DP? Any what? Any grapes you got with like? I'm gonna be honest, bro. Um, I mean, I saw a lot of chatter 
about uh, Roddy Rich not getting a nomination, yeah. uh, which in my opinion, his album wasn't one of those that that did it for me in terms of like yeah. I could continue to reference it because that's how when I feel when I personally feel like an album is good mm-hmm. or a piece of music is good, then it's something I could continue to come back to. You know what I'm saying? Regardless, Roddy Rich, his album. And of course, it's gonna be people people with different opinions, but yeah. to me, it was one of them albums like you vibe to in that first month it's out, yeah. and then it's a few other hits you could tap in with, you know what I mean? Yeah. But in terms of a Grammy nomination for it, I think he didn't. I don't think he earned that on this one. Um, Lil Durk's album, Cold, well deserved. Are you Freddie Gibbs guy? I love Freddie Gibbs. Yes, his joint got nominated. Yeah. Which one? Uh, Alfredo. Alfredo? Oh, that's cold. I didn't that, even know that. That's the one I remember. That's cold. Hey, <laughs> I can tell you the rest of the list. Bro, he got some hits, boy. Freddie Gibbs is cold. I rock with Freddie Gibbs. I came front like, I w- was really introduced to Freddie Gibbs like this year during COVID. Really? Yeah. Like, I ju- like, I'm jumping on that like train late. So I can't I, even front. I started listening to Freddie Gibbs, I want to say back in like maybe 2012 probably. Mm. I heard him featured on somebody's track. But then I didn't really start listening to him heavily mm-hmm. until just maybe like two, three years ago. I okay. started vibing to him like super hard. That's real. Um, like, I don't know if you ever listened to him in an interview, but Rap Radar had an interview with him. I um, got wind of it. I think I listened to like a piece of it. Yeah. He, he's a, he just a solid dude all around. Yeah. Yeah. But that's cool. He got nominated though. No wonder he been, he been talking like, yeah. He was talking funny on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> he got the nomination. Like, yeah, like somebody said this year, Nick, you may you may agree. Um, like this year, when it came to like at least the rap category, like actual rappers were f- like finally nominated. Yeah, which and that it, I'm like, all right, there's a legitimate point to that. Right, right. Because how many from a mainstream standpoint know Freddie Gibbs? Because he ain't, you don't hear him on you know ninety two three. Not like Not, real, I mean, real. honestly though, Not for real, for real. Uh, Freddie Gibbs is low key like, in my opinion, he's low key like a, like a underground, yeah. mainstreamer. Like, I, I, could, I, I you get you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, he's like an underground mainstream artist. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause his he comes out and he comes out with a lot of music. True. I would I would say he's similar to uh to currency. You okay. know what I'm saying? That's real. In terms of, you know, he comes with a lot he comes out with a lot of music, you know what I mean? Um he has a a big and growing fan base. Yeah. And um, you know, he's just one of them artists that you don't necessarily see heavily in uh in, in media. You know what I'm saying? Social media. Yeah. But um I'm looking at the list for best rap album right now. Like, they gave Jay Electronica a nomination. He yeah. They gave because, well, I mean, half the al- more than half the album was Jay is was Jay Z, but uh, but even then, regardless of that, like the content of the album, how you heard it, dude, I I still play the album now. How I, you feel I, about it? I mess with it. I don't I don't think it's terrible. I don't think it's terrible. I by didn't no think it was going to get a Grammy. Yeah, I, I don't think I didn't think it would be Grammy worthy. I haven't listened to Nas' album. I, I did. I, how was once. it? It was alright. D Smoke, I heard some of that album. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm actually surprised he's on here. You know, no disrespect, but uh, and then I haven't listened to the to the allegory by Royce the Five Nine. Me, let's say Nick. What did, if of all the categories, what's your favorite category that you know you pay attention to when it comes to the Grammys? 
Oh, that's a good question. I think my favorite category to take a look at is best new artist. All right. Because, uh, best new artist. I like seeing. Uh, I like seeing who the. Uh, you know, I, I'm still. I'm still a young guy. Also, too, just remember uh, what I'm saying here. That is, I. I, I am not. Uh, I'm not expressing the the the, the views or opinions. <laughs> anything from the recording academy whatsoever none of that that's right don't um, get fired baby <laughs> yeah 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 so I, I gotta be careful of course yeah it's uh they, they can be fairly sensitive sometimes with this stuff but you know how it is but uh yes. um yeah i gotta say i think for me it's definitely best new artist i think it was uh it was really fun it's 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 fun to see because you know when you when you see the nominations for best new artists you know these are people you know that are just you know really starting to get their 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 big recognition, and, and and when they when they're first starting to get their big recognition, I mean you can just see, you know you can, you can just see like it's almost like a genuine relief like in the faces of the nominees you know or and especially the winners you know when they when they finally get to that you know that first Grammy or they finally get recognized for that uh, you know for 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 what they've been working so hard at for so many years I think for me personally. That that's probably the coolest. Uh, that's probably the coolest category to see every year. I respect that. Now you mentioned best new artist. I tell you one thing. And this is watch what I'm about to do here. <laughs> you know, you know, you know who didn't get uh, best new fighter last week. Best new fighter. You know who didn't get that award? Nate Evan Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> He, no, hey, he, he, he dogged him. I ain't gonna stand no, like he, he looked like a boxer him. in there. He did dog him, but when when Nate use he called he he proclaimed that he projected he was gonna put on for the league. He was gonna put on for us as a culture. Ah, uh, yawn. And yeah. um, he uh, he did not he did not do that at all. Oh. <laughs> I mean, he got knocked down. He got knocked down to two times before the knockout. Like, bruh. <laughs> but but I mean but like we were saying off air though, Nate looked like he had he had he was not training and, and of course clearly he, you know he did some training he you know he put it on social media or whatever, yeah. um but three weeks Jay Paul three years. yeah Jay Paul just he looked like he like he do this like it's like if you put somebody that's not familiar on the basketball court. You yeah. take a golfer and put him on a basketball court, and this guy is truly a golfer. Like, yeah. he never picked up a basketball in his life, and he throw him on the court. I mean, what do you think he's going to look like? He's not about to drop 30. Like, no. He ain't dropping 30. What would be funnier is to, is to put the basketball player on the golf course. Right. Because <laughs> that, that, yeah. that's some hard like that's some hard Nah, shit. yeah, golf is different. Yeah. Golf is different, for sure. Come from somebody that went today. Yeah. It's still hard. Yeah. And I'm attempting to get decent. Yeah. Well, what do you guys think about Evander Kane calling out Logan Paul? You know what? If Evander Kane, also for those that don't know, full disclosure, Evander Kane plays for the San Jose Sharks, hockey player, brother, by the way. Uh, glad you mentioned that. I'm here for it, as long as you can fight, bro. But see, but see that's the trick, though. Yeah. As long as you can fight? Because you, you, you might have hands in the streets. But you get in that boxing ring, get toe up. It, yeah, like, so it's if, like if we watching street, if we doing street fights, and this is gonna be celebrity death match, which it felt like last week actually. It but it only felt like that because Nate died. 
That's the only reason it felt like that. It did. Because that Roy Jones and Mike Tyson joint, it, to me, it really gave me a boxing vibe. Like, I was really watching a fight. Like That was a one-sided fight. That was it, one-sided, by the way. But it, it was only because Mike Tyson was so dominant. But Roy Jones, Roy Jones didn't look terrible though. He looked tired and out of shape. Yeah. But in terms of like his body, like he looked like the same dude, just in terms of how he was moving. Like yeah. you know, what I'm saying he moved the same. He like oh, I'm like oh he he still used his same little techniques. Like but he was gassed. He Duh. was gassed. Mike Tyson was in there <laughs> big chilling. Oh my god, yes, Nick. Who do you think won that one? They called it a draw, but who do you think won? For sure. All right, cool. For sure. 100%. Everybody knows Tyson won that fight. Now, the, the quote of the whole fight, though, after that was uh, when Mike was getting interviewed by Jim Gray. He was like, yo, <laughs> I, I haven't been doing this for 15 years. He just stopped three he years ago. He just stopped. And everybody, ain't nobody worried about my ass. Everybody worried about him. And I wanted to be, I wanted to jump through that TV and go, Mike, dude. it's because we expected you to just murder him. Man, like, we, like we expected, yo. we expected some old dude to die like, and it wasn't going to be you. No, like no, no bull. Like I, for, I, I thought, I thought personally that Roy was going to get ate up. Like I like, oh my gosh, I just knew. I'm like, yo. And there was a moment where it could have happened. Dude. There was, I think there was two distinct moments where I thought. Had this been like a real fight, all Mike had to do was just go for the headshot and it'd have been over. Dude. It'd have been over. But hey, but Roy, I ain't gonna stun. Roy was slipping some of them though. He did. He for he sure did. was slipping some of them. I'm like, okay, I see you. Like And they I still see you. if it didn't be, you know, fifty one and fifty four years old respectively, it's still to have even the amount of speed that they got. Dude. That, like, everybody ain't meant to do this. <laughs> I'm telling you, dog. Like, like you go to your boxing, you know, training classes and clubs and have fun and get in shape. I'm all, I'm here for it. Now, so what are what are y'all what are y'all thinking about this uh, this Jake Paul Conor McGregor you know call out? Like this dude said he about to like what his goal or something is to like fight him, like like knock him out. Nick, on behalf of the white delegation, please speak. <laughs> <laughs> now, as, uh, as as someone who's Irish, I will say this: all of Ireland, if Conor McGregor, if Conor, if Conor McGregor fights Jake Paul, Ireland is going to bet their national debt on that fight. Oh <laughs> my gosh! <laughs> if they get into an octagon together. Oh, oh my god. That doesn't last more than a minute and a half. Yeah. Like, if he get if he gets a minute and a half, Mark, I will buy you a new car. <laughs> if he lasts oh, more shit. than a minute and a half in an octagon with Conor McGregor, I will buy you a Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is how confident I am. I don't even have the money to buy a Tesla. I will buy you a Tesla. He gonna get him one uh Y'all y'all heard y'all heard y'all hear this. <laughs> and when this makes it to the other platforms. Y'all hear this? <laughs> I'm, now I want the fight to happen just so I can get a new car. Add, add it to the car collection at this point because the, the, the one I got is paid off for. Come on, car number two. <laughs> 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 Ooh, that would be. Yeah. I, I mean, at that at that point, I would you know I would pay to watch somebody possibly die. Yeah. 
Dude, he, I'm here. I'm here for the celebrity death match. Think, I don't think Conor, Conor McGregor not gonna fight that man. Dog, he not gonna fight him. He fought <laughs> Floyd Mayweather. That's different though. Like he's a total. He's a whole Hall of Fame boxer. Like, and Conor McGregor got he got whole, his ass whooped. He like, a whole Hall of Fame UFC fighter. Correct. That's what I'm saying. He not about to fight no Jake Paul. Like yeah. he, he don't got no reason to for what yeah. for clout. Exactly. Yeah, like really? It would legit be a waste of money because he would, he would, he would. Conor McGregor will whoop his ass. Like yeah. he would whoop his ass. <laughs> and I'm here for it. Like straight like that. I'm here for it. And I'm not like a big McGregor fan or anything. Like that. I, I rock with McGregor. He a whole asshole, but I rock with him. Like, <laughs> he is. He's a straight up asshole. Have but you he, had his whiskey? Yes, proper twelve. I, I rock with it heavily. Nick, yes. Have you had it? I haven't had it yet. It's no, solid. It. It's solid. I think I've had it once. It's rocks tequila. I've been trying to get my hands on a bottle of that stuff. <laughs> Me too. I want that one, and I want the uh, MJ tequila Sincoro. I want that one. I ain't uh, seen MJ, that. MJ put out something. I didn't hear about that. Yeah, they um they was promoting it heavy at the beginning of the year because like he like it's him. Genie Bus is a part of it. Um, and there's like a couple other NBA owners. I think the owner from the Milwaukee Bucks is on like that. I know y'all. I know y'all don't have Casamigos. Yeah, I got a bottle at the crib. Shout out to George Clooney. He made some great tequila. You see the uh, LeBron one, the Lobos. Uh, been promoting, I just heard about that they been, recently. They've been promoting heavy this week for like actual like public okay. sales. Like he been he was talking. He was um, on IG like the entire NBA bubble with it. Fifty Cent has a uh, has a uh, uh, some alcohol out too. I want to say it might be some whiskey. He's got I'm something else sure. outside of the vodka. What what's the name of his vodka? Effin. Yeah, he got something else different from that. Oh. I've had his vodka. Effin Effin's cool. I don't drink vodka though. Yeah, me either. Yeah. I only if I drink vodka, it's only Ciroc. Respect, respect. It tastes the best. Nah, yeah. but I, I think one of the one of the smartest investments is alcohol. If you got the money though, because it's a it's a uh, it's an expensive investment. Um, but. I, I think right it's here. yeah. Hey, Twisted T, what's up? Twisted Those are sponsorship. Sponsorship. Those are sponsorship. Come on, Twisted T. What's the deal? Actually, real talk. We, hey, we be seeing y'all commercials. We hey, be seeing y'all commercials. You know, but for all intents and purposes, no, I ain't gonna say it this week. Well, after I start my first date, then I'll say it. After I start, <laughs> after I start the new gig, I'll say it. As far as alcohol, I've been I've been picky about that though. Yeah, but I'm only rocking with the brand now. <laughs> Dude, Mark, Mark, what's your new gig? I will tell you off air. <laughs> All right, fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> I will tell you off air. But just know this. I was at the golf course today being picky with with, with with what I was drinking. I'm like, you will not catch me with the wrong thing in my hand. Yo, we, hey, after after Christmas time, we got to go. We got to go play. We got to play around. Deal. Uh, I will be in, I, I'm a, I think I'm going to go to San I think I'll be in San Diego for Christmas if I can get down there. All right, for sure, for sure. We'll, we'll talk off here. <laughs> we making we making plans and stuff, and this is COVID. Like, hey, 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 hey! I don't need anybody coming after me right now. Let everybody know. Yeah. Come out, you know, we're gonna be playing Tory Pines March third. Come along. We're only in two, so we're looking for another two. Yeah, I say, and don't and don't come to actually watch. Come to laugh, because I'm definitely going to attempt to shank a ball into the ocean. And be like, here, fish, bam. <laughs> you know, with an eco with an eco friendly golf ball, there you go. Feed uh, you know feed the sure. environment. 
All right. In other sports news, outside of the knockout that happened in the midst of COVID. Yeah. NBA basketball is coming back. Also, yes. side note, Nick, when the hell is the NHL coming back? Like, I'm still trying to figure this out. Uh, I, I've been I've been talking to some people that I know, and I've been trying to figure out. I've been, like, looking at the reports. It looks like sometime, I think they're aiming sometime in, in, in early to mid-January. All right. That's what it seems like to me. Because it feels so dormant right now, you know, <laughs> post, you know, Stanley Cup finals. But the NBA is coming back. In three weeks. Yeah, yeah. They're coming back the week of Christmas, December 22nd, the first game. It's been a lot of trades in free agency. Some happened. good shit, man. It's been some good Russell shit, Russell Westbrook man. got traded for his evil twin brother, John Wall, yesterday. <laughs> Yo, hey, check this out, man. <laughs> check this out. Yeah, I said it. John Wall is going to improve the Houston Rockets. 100%. John Wall what? is going to improve the Houston Rockets, bro. 100%. And Nick agrees. Dog, John Wall is an upgrade from Russell Westbrook no matter how you spin it. What? John, John Wall. John, Russell Westbrook is a one-trick pony, bro. All he do is give he, – he, play, he plays real hard. Like, he's a, he's a high-energy guy, you know what I'm saying? But all he can do for you is score in the paint. And as a point guard, it's not much else he does for you. What the hell John Wall going to do? John Wall is way more versatile of a point guard. He could he he'll what pass. He'll he pass. Played? It don't matter. He that means he got fresh legs. He's been out two seasons. That means he got fresh legs. And he's, he's not all, a jump shooter. He he'll he'll hit way higher up a, a percentage from the field than uh than uh Westbrook will. And everybody everybody shoots better than Westbrook. <laughs> to to my point though. To my point though, John everybody. John Wall is is a is a much better fit for the Rockets than than Russell Westbrook. Granted, I don't feel like I don't feel like the Wizards got worse, but I don't think they got better by adding him. I don't think either team got better. I think they swapped the same player for the other. So you so you think John Wall and Russ are comparable? Very much so, yes. How so? Because I disagree. But how so? Guys that attack the room, guys that are springy, guys that, you know, like I said, attack well, the room, yeah, springy. Yeah. Not great jump shooters. Mm-hmm. Yes, Russ is a facilitator when he wants to be. And I'm not saying that he's not a passer at yeah. all. Right, right, right. Obviously, he did the what, triple-double averaging for a season, like two seasons ago, whatever. Mm-hmm. John... I just know he ain't trying to be nobody's number two. That's for damn sure. I don't know how he. I don't know how him and I don't know how him and Harden gonna work. And just for me, just off the strength. I mean, I'm not saying James Harden just a better Bradley Bill. They do. They low key do the same things. Bradley Bill could score from the outside. He could take it to the to the rack. He could control. He could run the offense if need be, and he could be that guy if he has to be. James now James Harden in a John Wall situation. On the on the Wizards, John Wall and Bradley Bill had the same status. Like they both that dude for that team. It's like a it's like a Dane Litter and um I just, what's his name comparison? I can't think of his oh, CJ McCollum. CJ McCollum. It's like the same to me that's the same thing, except Bradley Bill's the shooter. John Wall, he's like he's like the, the, the prime leader of the team, the main focus. I get I get that. I just don't I just don't think James James Harden plays well with others. I, yeah, no, I think James Harden's a little. Uh, I don't think he plays well with others. He's a little toxic. I don't want to say toxic, but he 
he's what people think LeBron is when it comes to like playing with him. People people outside of 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 people that know sports consider LeBron to be like one of those dudes that you know he a hot dogger. He's not gonna he's not gonna uh, play well with other superstars or, or other role players or whatever the case may be. But in reality, LeBron is like the ultimate team player. He is, and I don't think I don't want to say James Harden is necessarily not a team player because I think I think James Harden really yearns to have somebody that he could rock with in the front court. I really I really think that's what he wants. But I feel like he's he puts all this pressure on himself because he's the best player on his team by a great margin. It's not like you know what I'm saying, like even comparing that time with with him the time with him and C P three. He was still that much greater of a player than C P three. So it's like even then First off, CP, you haven't earned CP, CP3's trust because he's been in close games, playoff and regular season, and has dropped the ball. So, you know, and after what? They was together for what, four years? Three, four years? No, they were only together for a season. James Harden and Chris Paul? No, two, two. Yeah, at least two. At least, yeah, like three two. years, right? Was it three? Two years. Two years, yeah, at least two. Because he, he got, no, he didn't get traded. He, um, he left the Clippers. As a free agent. And signed with Houston. And signed that monster deal and, that he's and, still rocking with now. But that's what I'm saying. James Harden thought, I'm sure he thought, CP3 going to get here. This is our final piece. This is all we need. Boom. But him, at, first off, CP3 was hurt. And then secondly, CP3 was not closing games. Like, it was, it was, some, it was games where he finished the night with, like, 10 points. You know what I'm saying? And you got James Harden trying to wield him to a win. So I think with John Wall, it's going to be more of John getting everybody else involved, still getting his. But John, to me, from yeah. from what's perceived, John Wall doesn't really have an ego. Like he doesn't really have a major. You know, he's not one of them dudes where it's like you get him on the team, he's going to be talking, gassing. You know, what I'm saying creating a distraction for himself. So I think he's somebody. He just want to win. So however they're going to figure John out Wall, how to win. But John Wall's the win. same dude that called Bradley Beal his sidekick. Publicly, it, it, it happened. Be, it happened. I'll, I'll be honest. It seems to me like like this is going to be the season where we find out like how good John Wall really is. Correct. I feel, like, I feel like I feel like what you know him being out in Washington for these last few years. You know when they, when they talk about like you know when you see these guys come on like other networks and they talk about the point guard debate. You know you always have the regular names, right? You have Steph, you have, right. you have Westbrook. To be honest, like mm-hmm. I think this is this is really going to be a defining moment for us because you got you got to think about it. This is third team in two years. Yeah, this is third team in two years. He's what 31, 32 years old. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And granted, he still plays at a high level, but he's been racking up injuries over the last four seasons. 
He's been racking up certain little injuries, not completing uh, full seasons. And then you just went – you just got traded from OKC to Houston, where I'm sure you thought Houston was going to be, you know, uh, a fairly lengthy stop for you. Yeah. Things didn't work out there. Now you go to D.C. Who does D.C. have? Nahimi? Ruri Hachimura. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> And I like him. He a baller. Yeah. He a baller. He a baller. But you that's got him. Exactly. You got Nahimi. You got. You got Bill. You got Hachimura. You got Bradley Bill. And a bunch of. You nobodies. got. Uh, and a bunch, uh, bunch of guys. Bryant. TJ Bryant. Is that his name? TJ Bryant. Baby. I don't watch the Wizards. Who watches the Wizards? I like the Wizards. I like I like the Wizards. They cool. I like. Because I like Bradley Bill. So, but Bradley it's like, Bill just need to go ahead and get up out there. But you, but you, get, you just got to understand like. Yeah, y'all brought Russ in, but what else? My, what else do you guys have? It's my, Russ. It's Russ. It's a Russ and Bradley Bill show. My thing with, I can make. I can say this about Russ. I can say this about Hart. I think I would say more about. I, I would say equally about both. In the Houston experiment show. Follow me. As good of as great as NBA players as they are, they're also the same type of talented people that you can't tell them how good they are because once they once they know how good they are mm-hmm. but then once you remind them that all the damn time it no longer works it's like telling a very smart genius level intellectually gifted child you're a genius and then yeah. you remind them you're a genius all the time yeah it changes something it changes something to them so you feel like they kind of get big headed when that happens yeah like like have Russ and Harden, respectively, had they not got MVP awards, I think the way they play the game is different today than it was when they were trying to get one. Yeah, well, did, did you did you hear of the uh, the audio that came out of Steph talking about a conversation he had with Harden? Ooh. Now what happened? No, you guys didn't hear about that. Enlighten uh, us. There was some audio that was leaked. It was like uh, I heard about. It. I heard this like a couple weeks ago. Steph talking about it. James was saying that uh, James was basically saying that he was tired of playing hero ball and he wanted to uh, he wanted to fit in the system sort of like Golden State. I told you, <laughs> but and I I will that's how I will perceive seeing him work over there. Like, cause you just gotta you gotta think about it. When it's crunch time, he goes hard. Like, cause it, cause mentally it's like the Kobe effect. When Kobe had all those bums, he was like, I gotta I gotta will him I gotta will him through this. He's like he's just sitting there just like this. Give me the ball, let me work. Sit, go ahead. You can watch me. You know I'm a legend. Go ahead and watch. And he gonna bust down like 13 points. Who do you tr- who would you trust more, Kobe or James Harden? I mean, we gotta be realistic in the play <laughs> in the NBA right Thank now. You. Like I'm, but I'm just saying though. That's how that's how James Harden feels about his organization. It's like he feels I that have way to about himself. It. He feels that way about himself. Because again, it's telling the smart kid you're smart. No, I don't think that though, because he's he a killer, like he cold, so he knows how good he is. So if if although I know how good I am, I'm still on a team that needs me to be the hero. But I don't want to be the hero. If you're an MVP, but if you're an MVP, now you got to play like one. And he he been doing that consistently. I think he was better off before he got that damn award. I don't think nothing's changed. He he didn't win no playoff games then. He was he was flopping in the playoffs then. I mean, <laughs> for, let's keep it a stack. Like they were, 
Like he still, I just, I just think that he's tired of having to be the guy that closes the game or wins it, every single time. It's be, like he being can't a, being a being a system player, which he did really well at when he was young in OKC. He was really well in that. Yeah. If he wants to go back to that, he has. I think he just has to be really smart about who he puts himself with. Yeah. Because, but he ain't got no control of that in a sense. And he got yeah. some. He might have yeah. a little leeway, a little pull. He got some, not a lot, not as much as. Not if he handled it better, he could. Yeah, but yeah. I think he just has to be smart. Like the idea of him going to Brooklyn with Kevin Durant and Kyrie, that's I'm not like, realistic. I'm like, no, that's not realistic. Like I don't think him and Kyrie would get along. They too much of the same guy in terms of how they play the game. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They, and, and Kyrie don't listen. Don't listen to nobody. That's false. You see, you think Harden can play off ball? Uh, yeah. Because be willing to play off ball. I think at this point in his career, no. But I think he can play off ball because that's how he started his career. You know what I'm saying? He Coming can, off the bench, six man. As a shooter, he can play off ball if he is willing to give up being a ball dominant guard. And I don't think he's ready for that yet. I mean, he's still he's still. Early thirties, like I think he like thirty one. You know, he's but he got, he got, he got his chips. He, he got his chips as far as you know money. Well, Brad Wise, yeah, he's solid. But I'm just saying in terms of his athleticism, still at this point, like he's not going to give up being that ball dominant guy that he's been created to be. You know what I'm saying? Do you think he gets a title before he before it's all said and done? Uh, Maybe he's, if he goes to the right team. Yeah, it's going to have to. Yeah, he's going to have to leave Houston. What team? Okay, today's NBA after com- current trades. What? Yeah, for real. Where? If he went to the Clippers, they might get With it. Kawhi or Paul George? Cause I mean, Paul Who, George leaving uh, be, between them. He two. would play. He would play better with Kawhi for sure. He would get pissed at Paul George. <laughs> he would get pissed at Paul George the, the way he used to get pissed at CP3 in them games. Like that's how hot he get at him. But I think if. If he went somewhere like the Clippers, um, maybe even uh, low-key if Dallas, stay in the West somewhere. I don't really see him in too many places on the East. I think he, I think on a Detroit, he'd be like a LeBron for like that Cavs team back in the gap. Like when LeBron first came to the league, uh, it would be like, because he would be like pulling them along. Like, come on, yeah. y'all. Like, you know what I'm saying? But I think they win some, they for sure will win some games with him. Um and then I think it, it it'll make any it, low key any team that Harden goes on right now because majority of the teams in the NBA have that guy already, except for maybe like an Orlando. Uh, I think if he wants to be a system guy, like a real system guy, take your ass to San Antonio. Like if you really want to be a system, yeah, guy, he, take your ass yeah, to San Antonio. He'd be a system guy. You for sure. you will you are <laughs> destined to be a system yeah, guy. Yeah, he'd be a system guy there. Toronto with a few changes. I don't see that going down. I said with a few changes, like Van Fleet would have to go. Now you keep Van Fleet. He's already, but he's and th- no, he did not. He come play. off he the bench he didn't anyway. Play, he didn't play with Lowry. I don't think he played with Lowry. Who? Maybe he did. Harden in Houston before nah. Lowry. Before Lowry got to. Nah, Lowry. Toronto. Lowry was in Houston early, early. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but not wow. not to shift gears though. What do y'all feel about the Kelly Oubre trade? Cause he went to what Phoenix? He with the Warriors. Hey, Warriors. The Warriors came up. For the Warriors, I mean, you gotta love it. You gotta love it if you're the Warriors. Mm -hmm. They need it. (laughs) Look at what Golden State did in the offseason this year. 
They added three things that they were really desperately what? needing. What? Tell me about it. They added, <laughs> they added three things they were desperately needing. They added, they added, uh, they added bench scoring. Yep. They added athleticism, wing athleticism, and they added something. They added energy. Yeah. They added a lot of energy. You get a guy They're like so baseball. young. You get a guy like you get a guy like Bazemore. You get a guy like Kelly Oubre. Two guys, and then you, you have they, them with Drake. They added Ken Bazemore. They did. Yeah. I did not know that. That's yeah, a, they, I they like did him. It like they did it on the low. Like it happened, but yeah. like some other stuff happened. I, it just I was of, sick when the Lakers got rid of him. I like Ken Bazemore, but he left yeah. us for more money though. When he went to Atlanta, they paid him a little bit. Hey man, when you yeah. Ken Bazemore and like you know them them checks come calling, I ain't mad at and you, he, bro. And what he it's probably true. like what twenty six, twenty seven. Like he a young cat. Yeah, he could go get a chip in his thirties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He gonna be solid. But but go ahead, bro. Keep going. Well, I was gonna say too. You know, and again, not not to totally shift gears back to James Harden. I think the best system for James Harden would be Golden State. Yeah. Best system for James Harden would be Golden State. And they will let him play. Oh, they would let him play. Yeah. yeah. Lately, if you look at what they did with Kevin Durant, if you were to what? add James Harden into that system, oh my gosh, if you were he to would add thrive James in that system. Because you got you got two guys in Steph and Clay who can play off ball. Imagine Steph taking double teams, and you have the best, what? arguably the best ISO scorer in the game, handling handling that thing and just just letting them fly. If, 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 and in a perfect world, you like to your point about Brooklyn. Yeah. You would want that to happen because that would be <laughs> that's a similar situation. Except Kyrie's just a little bit more. I want to say like Hooperish than Steph, like way more. Yeah, because Kyrie gonna mix you up. You know, Steph might hit you one two and then unload. And, but and, but yeah, and Steph has demonstrated he can play with other superstars and be fine. And he's chilling. He's chilling. Everybody tried he's to blow up the situation fine. with him and LeBron, and and that's why I say that because you said Kyrie don't listen to nobody. I think that's negative or that's false because Kyrie is such a just a open-minded, free-spirited individual that I think he hears everything. I think he just take he filters what he hears though. Like he not he not about to sit there, you know what I'm saying, and listen to to somebody, you know, critique his game or, you know, give him something, you know what I'm saying, about the game and he looking like who are you though? Like I I don't have to take advice from everybody, but I think Kyrie gets a bad rep because people similar to uh to Ray John Rondo, he's misunderstood. <laughs> you can misunderstand, you know where you're coming from. I mean, Facts. I mean, there's rumors the out there on NBA Twitter. It was Kyrie who's been putting the monoliths around. I, mean, I don't know. I guess he's just bored of Corona. But like, I mean, a guy like Kyrie, you know, I think you guys, you guys are pretty much on point there. But you know, hey man, you can't be believing the earth is flat. Total side door, quick, Nick, on his IG live, dude. You got people speaking a completely different language, saying hi to you. What the hell is that? Is that Russian? What the hell is that? What? So wait, who said that? I don't know, but all I saw, I see some Nick, and then I couldn't tell you what the, I couldn't tell you what half these words are. I think that's Greek, but I have no idea what it means. Me oh, that's, hey, that's gangster. Hey, that somebody but, wrote but you in Greek, though. But he got, but he like this. Is, he, <laughs> that's this hard. is his fan base going like, yeah, what up, that's Nick? Hard. I'm like, yo, what is that? Hey, so. Yeah, I'm not even Closest I come to that is my mom. She's from Palestine. She's from Palestine, but that's it. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> totally different language. <laughs> oh, man. 
So so we had some big money Lakers sign, you know, sign some extensions this week, you know. AD said he's staying. AD staying. And he signed and he signed a five year deal. Five year deal, what? One ninety? Yeah. And then LeBron five year eighty five mil. He got no, it was uh, two years. Two year eighty five mil. And so his contract is up in twenty twenty three. Go figure. Yeah. AD get the extra two years behind him. Yes, as he should. Oh, as he should. <laughs> as he should. Back. Hey, here come the repeat. Hey, I, I think the Lakers, man. Hey, the Lakers did some damage this offseason. season. And they got, I mean, and, hey, and they got rid of Javale too. Shout out. I like Javale though. He was cool for like. I thought we was gonna keep Dwight Howard, man. I thought he was gonna resign, man. Dude, I like Dwight Howard, man. Dude, I wish him and Rondo would have resigned. I wish Rondo would have came back for sure. Dwight, Rondo, where did Rondo go? He went to. Uh, oh, he went to Atlanta. He did. He Atlanta to about go to be, go he, crazy. He said he went, he said he wanted to be like Vince Carter, though. like just be a mentor. Oh yeah, that's tight. So him to go, I think he wanted to really go mentor Trey Young, dude. Which, Atlanta's gonna go crazy. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah, Atlanta, Atlanta's gonna go Atlanta crazy. Atlanta finally gonna make the playoffs again. Like, and then don't forget they got uh, old buddy at the five that they grabbed from Houston. Oh, Capella, yeah, yeah, Clint Capella. Oh, yeah, Atlanta gonna go crazy. Mm-hmm. Gonna, I see, I see playoffs in their future. Atlanta should make it Atlanta this year. Atlanta gonna go crazy. They should make it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. I like their squad. They they got a young young squad. I like them though. But you know, Dwight got that championship, man. He feel like he slid know. off to the Sixers, my boy. And he taking Tia Cooper with him. She's so fine. I'm so mad. Oh still. my god, she's so fine. I, I seen her. I seen her posting pictures and like her I'm, background was similar to Dwight. So I'm like, time out, ref. When, Let me do she, some investigating. When she, when she when she posted that she was at the bubble, I was like, no. Who you with? Damn, he was. I was mad. He was getting his pregame and postgame on respect. respect, respect, respect to him. Respect. Also, you know, if she don't end up playing for the Sparks in like the next two seasons, I'm blaming him. <laughs> 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 I'm blaming him, and if she end up on a reality show, I'm blaming him. She and, should. She shouldn't be. She's a pro athlete. She better I, not. I hope not. Yeah. I can't she, say she better not, but like I hope not. But if if it does happen, I'm blaming Dwight. I'm weak. <laughs> He's gonna get the blame for he gonna if Ted Cooper don't stop hooping, I'm blaming Dwight. Dude. Not to not to shift gears in the, into football though, but Go ahead. So, some something else that went down this week. Um that boy Josh Gordon got reinstated. Shout out to Josh Gordon, man. Claps. They went ahead, the NFL went ahead and reinstated him. Lit. He uh he's eligible to play. Week 15, starting week 15. So the playoffs, all right. Yeah, so. Uh, he going to come in and fill in that COVID role. Dude. <laughs> but but just, just think about the potential, and I hate the word potential, but think about him and DK on the field at the same time, dude. Is he going back to the Seahawks? Yes. Oh, he, he, signed, he signed a preseason, a deal with them uh, during what would have been a preseason. Oh, yeah. yeah. Seahawks have been looking at a few people. They tried to get Antonio Brown, but you know they, they did. That fell through. They did, but he, he, he went to Tom. Hey, he's living in Tom Brady's crib, bro. Hey, like for what big is, chilling. For what is worth, though? That's cool, right? And for what is worth, like Brady said, hey, if we get him here, he'll be quiet, and he has been. He been chilling. 
He been chilling. He barely posts on his snap anymore. Like it'd be real regular. He don't. He don't do the press post game press conferences nope, as he shouldn't. He just play ball. He get whatever catches he can get. He go home with Brady in the car and no bull. And he out there looking swole out there, dogging them boys too. I'm like, look at AB looking like he belongs. Like wearing that different number. You know, he's in that yeah. 81, but it's cool. It's cool. You think you think Brady made him give put 81 on him? He's like, hey, I need you to be Moss right now. But he ain't even really been Moss though. He hasn't. He had. I think. It, I think the playoffs it'll show up. I think. I think week after week since he's been there, his his uh his impact has been greater. Mm-hmm. But I think uh Tom Pre- Tom Brady's just been playing poorly lately. Oh yeah. I mean, granted, he's been getting. They've been getting some pressure on that boy too though, because his O line is ass. So they've been getting pressure on him. Beyond. Yeah, they've been getting that pressure on him. Um. But I think that, uh, yeah, I like seeing AB. I'm gonna like seeing Josh Gordon out there when he when he makes his debut. Hopefully, he get a bomb and bag somebody because that's what he does. That'd be great. He's straight he need up. To go, he need to go stay with at Russell Wilson house. Nah, he probably got a crib out there by now. Low key, maybe this season two out there for him. Yeah, he probably he probably got a crib out there. Maybe he maybe it's down the street. Hopefully, or but check this out. I don't know. They're not testing for weed no more, so he good. <laughs> <laughs> He's good regardless. Like, he big chilling. He big chilling. NBA said they weren't doing it this year at all. At, and and that's because the commissioner probably do it himself. He like, you know what, man? Hey. I'm not even going to make y'all suffer. Yeah. Like, that's, that's why you got to play. That's why you got to play hockey. I don't think the NHL has ever drunk. Yeah. The NHL, okay, the NHL has had players do multiple. Multiple drugs. Yeah. Multiple. A lot of them happen to be white in either powder or pill form. Um, usually. Usually, yeah, right? True. Usually. You know, that's true. <laughs> however, you know, it's the one, it's one of the sports where you can just go out and whoop somebody's ass and just fight just because you just, somebody looked at you wrong or you got checked into the glass. Hey, right. square up. Let's go. Facts. You know, you know, red line. Meet me. Let's go, baby. <laughs> Red line or blue line, like where you like where you want this action, right? I ain't mad at it, but you know, hockey you can get away with anything. <laughs> Speaking of, how are the Vegas Knights doing? Because uh, they in Vegas, and there's a lot of action going on in Vegas. Man, I can't even lie, man. My Raiders got their ass whooped. Uh, Yo, they got their. What ass was up with whooped. that? I don't know, man. I don't really want to talk about it, but Derek Carr looked terrible. He looked terrible, and Atlanta just looked really good. Like you know who else looked terrible? Oh, the Lions. I ain't surprised. Me either. But they looked so bad to the point where they coached. But I don't know, man. Fired. Y'all, y'all. Why you say y'all? Like, cause and I, you know, cause you from Detroit, so it's like I feel like it's like I don't know what oh, they were man. doing. Hey, they got hey, talent. Hey, like, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with them. Um, Matthew Stafford was out there doing his his usual. Adrian Peterson had a solid day. Uh, but they had, like, three fumbles. Like, turn the ball over three times. I mean, J.J. Watt picked a pass out the air as he's rushing the passer. Because it's the Lions, dog. I mean, it's I, it, it's just bad things just happen to y'all, man. Like After coming off a 20 to nothing loss to the Panthers. To the Panthers. And the Panthers the not just Panthers. fast, though. To the Panthers. So, so you, you guys think the Browns are legit? 
The Browns, yeah, they, they did. I that. like how they got a good record and they quiet about. I ain't gonna lie, they did that. But they they're only uh, I believe they're only one in three against teams over five hundred. It's the Browns. And who they playing this week? Um, Let's see. They're playing the Titans. The Titans. The Titans might oh, whoop their ass. You say might? Yeah, the Titans might whoop their ass. No, the Titans will. But it, it depends on how their defense plays, though. I think the Titans. I think the Titans gonna show up and just do what they need to do. No, nah, I, th- I think they're gonna win, but it, their defense just hasn't been all that. Like that, they, they. I mean, they, they've tightened up in, in certain situations, but yeah. um, I wouldn't count the Browns out of this one. It, it's gonna be tricky, but I wouldn't count them out of this one. All right, so we mentioned the Browns. How do y'all feel about them having this great record without Odell? I mean, you just. Honestly, Odell, Odell wasn't a factor on their team. Nick? Yeah, I don't think, honestly, I think uh, I think Odell needs to get out of there. Yeah, I, I agree. Think, I, don't, I don't think Odell's, I don't think Odell is suited for Cleveland. Yeah. The type of personality that Odell is. I don't think, you know, you, you get a guy like that in a city like, in a city like Cleveland, and it's nothing against Cleveland, <laughs> but it's not, but it's not New York, right? It's not Los right. Angeles. It's, I mean, hey, I mean, in the NFL, I mean, it's not Seattle. It's not, you know, it's not one of these other, it's not one of these other places, right? Yeah. So you get a guy like Odell, I, I just don't think, you know, Odell has always had that sort of something extra about him that's made him special. I don't think that right. Cleveland brings that out of him. And, and, and if he goes to an organization in a city that can really just bring that, that little extra bit out of him, man, I think we can see, I think we could start, I think we could see Odell 2016 again. I would, yeah. I would be surprised. That's facts. Um, I was just uh, I was listening to uh, Brandon Marshall's podcast. Okay. Or no, it was actually I was listening to All the Smoke and Brandon Brandon Marshall was a guest on there, and he just talked about how his numbers at the same point of his career that OBJ at, is at right now mm-hmm. are better than OBJ's, and he was like. OBJ is a way better receiver than me. He's more athletic. You know, he's just an overall better athlete. But the thing with OBJ's situations up to this point, because what's this like year seven for him? Yeah, and he been and he gets hurt every year. He granted, yes, he does get hurt every year, like significant but, injuries. But last year he wasn't hurt as bad. He, but it was just a, a lack of inclusion into the offense. I feel like, like I said before, I think Baker Mayfield. Put put pressure on himself to get OBJ the ball, but the offense wasn't necessarily really using him. The offense was more just like kind of like it just flowed the way it flowed. You know what I'm saying? Running gun. You know what I'm saying? If you open, you open. Yeah. But I think and I think Baker Baker Mayfield Baker Mayfield had more of a comfort comfortability uh, with uh, with Juice and Jarvis Landry. Yeah, because I mean. I think Juice numbers to- ain't really been – they haven't been what they were when he was in Miami just because they don't use them in that sense. You know what I'm saying? They're yeah. not giving him no jet sweeps or nothing yeah. like that. But I think that Baker Mayfield is a lot more comfortable throwing the ball to him. I think that speaks to Baker, though, more than it does Odell as far as if you have a court, if you have a starting quarterback in the NFL, somebody who's supposed to be able to distribute the ball however it's supposed to get done, if you feel – so damn obligated to give this one guy the ball without and not do it seamlessly within the offense, 
that that tells me you can't play with other superstars, bro. And, and you're speaking do, in do, regards to to Baker. Yeah, like if you have a if you have a talent like Odell, and yeah, you want to give him the ball, like you should. He's yeah. right there, but to not do it in a way where it's still conducive to a productive office that speaks to me that speaks more about the quarterback than the actual weapon itself and i and i can see your point towards the quarterback but then you got to also thinking of a sense of of everything else surrounding the quarterback their line hasn't been the greatest um i mean i would even argue like the the offensive play caller because for example in that ravens and steelers game the one, a, the one Wednesday? The one on yes, the one on Wednesday. There there was a point in the game where three, four plays straight, they got Deontay Johnson the ball. And that was because the OC is mindful that this is one of my playmakers. Let me get him the ball. So I don't think I I could only think of a couple games where the uh where the Browns were really like, okay, let's get Odell the ball. And those were them couple games that he went off last year. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. About six, seven catches, couple touchdowns. You know what I'm saying? But I don't think on a consistent basis the offense is focused on doing that. I don't think they're – I don't think they've done, done enough in their organization, period, just to highlight him. Like, they know who they got, mm-hmm. but they haven't put an emphasis on making giving him a bigger role in that offense. Because we haven't seen him really getting those screens – he doesn't run any jet sweeps. Um, he doesn't have the uh, the punt return duties anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just not really used. Because Odell Beckham really just athletically gives you that um, that jack-of-all-trades athlete. You could, you could run a jet sweep with him. You could mm-hmm. run a reverse with him. You know, he can throw the ball. He could throw the ball, all those different things. And the same with Juice Landry. But – their offense hasn't really done any type of plays like that. They they're more creative with their running backs than they are with their receivers. Yeah, it seems like in the case of Jarvis too, it's like it's like they they it seems like Jarvis's role has uh, you know, everybody watched the Hard Knocks, right? You know, the right. first year that Jarvis Landry got there, yeah, he was right. In everybody's face, he was in everybody's ear, and it seems like Jarvis has sort of taken on a he it's like he's he's taken on a, a huge part of the leadership role. That you know, maybe that uh, they they were worried that a young Baker Mayfield wasn't going to be able to handle all at once. Right. So you, mm-hmm. so if you have a guy like Landry there, you know who can who, who you know can you know if, if guys want to act up, if guys want to act out, you know talk against their quarterback. You know, I mean, whatever it may be. Facts. If you get something like that, you have a presence like that in the locker room. You have a guy, you know, with the personality of Jarvis. He's he, he's he's been the the he's been the perfect. Quiet fit, yes, for, mm-hmm. for for Cleveland. Hell yeah, yeah. I think he, uh, he, you know, he just a he just an ideal pro. You know what I'm saying? He's he's been a great pro throughout his yeah. whole career, and um, I mean, you know, you could even compare their situation just in terms of their firepower on paper. You could kind of compare it to to the Bucks. I mean, granted, I think that Tom mm. Brady and Bruce Arians has done a great job of incorporating all their pieces. I mean, with the exception of LaShawn McCoy, he don't really get no burn at all. And and I and I personally don't understand it because I think he still has a lot left in the tank because, I mean, it was a few runs last year when he was with the tree, with the Chiefs and 
he runs exactly the same. With the trees. <laughs> <laughs> he he runs he runs exactly the same. But I just think I think they have a loaded backfield and they don't really have a need for LaShawn McCoy. Um yeah. but but I think aside from that, I do I do feel that the Bucks do a good job kind of just distributing the ball. Um you know, throughout their 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 playmakers, and I mean, to Tom Brady's credit, he knows how to pass the ball around. Yeah, for sure. And even and I would even say, uh, if if we speak on younger guys, Joe Burrow and uh, Justin Herbert, they do a great job of Herbert's of, the man of getting the ball around to their different guys. I mean, Keenan Allen just what a, a week or so ago, I think he just broke a record. You yeah. know what I'm saying within the organization. Yeah. Um, and then when Joe Burrow was healthy before he got hurt, I mean, Tyler Boyd was still going off. And yeah. then he finally started getting um, – uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, D. Higgins, is that his name? Um, T. Higgins? T. Higgins. T. Higgins. He started getting him, you know, his touches as well. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, that running game, granted, Joe Mixon's been hurt, but Giovanni Bernard is the perfect backup. Um, so, it's – you know, it's a few teams that have a lot of weapons and they have a quarterback – that is, uh, you know, doing well distributing the ball. I just don't think that the Browns' offense has been one of those to to uh, to do that. Well, it is Cleveland, so we'll see if they make the playoffs. I think they will. I'm, and honestly, I, I hope they do well. I hope they do well. I mean, I, I don't wish ill on the Browns. It's just the Browns, you know. Yeah. They, 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 they're, they're easy to get off the radar. Yeah. But, Shout out to Joshua Cribs, though. Hey, you know. Yeah. And, I, I feel like uh, feel like uh, you know the, I, I I want the Browns to do well because y- you want to see their fans finally kind of have some relief. I can give a damn about the Browns themselves, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> like, but I mean, for their fans, I'm kind of like, all right, you know what? You guys can get like one playoff run, right? It's it's you been really enough time. Go past go past a wild card game, you know. Maybe maybe you lose out to somebody good, you know. Hey. Sure. Be proud of yourselves there, you know. It's all good. It's all good. Sure. Sure. Uh, as far as the Browns winnings, though, as far as the Browns winning, though, I give a damn if the Browns win anything in the next century. My man. <laughs> that's how, that's how, I don't care. That's how I feel, <laughs> too. And on a lighter note, switching subjects before we get off because we don't hit the hour mark. We talk, I got this hockey jersey on. Shout out to the LA Kings, former employer. Yeah. Um, on Monday, you know, the NHL, or at least they released their um, reverse retro jerseys for yeah. all, every single team. Also this week, the NBA yeah. did their city edition uniforms for every single team. Mm-hmm. So, Nick, your hockey expertise, who had the best reverse retro jersey in your mind? I loved Arizona's. Arizona's were great. I loved the uh, I loved the old Kachina, the old Kachina logo that they have on the front. Mm-hmm. Those jerseys were sick. I thought Nashville had some nice shoulder patches. Same thing with Washington too. Yep. Capitals had some nice jerseys also, and actually low key too. I think the Sharks jerseys were really clean. I think those jerseys were really awesome. Also too, if you look at the Ducks jerseys, the uh, if you guys actually go and take a look at the Ducks jerseys. Yes. You'll see that uh, the the jersey that the duck is wearing is way cooler than the actual jersey. <laughs> the jersey on the duck is the one that they should have gone with. And then they decided to put this duck, like doing whatever the hell it's doing on the jersey. I, I don't know what Anaheim was thinking. That one was a layup. That one was a slam dunk. But hey, it is what it is. Yeah. And LA's jerseys, I mean, of course you got to go with the purple jerseys. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love it. All right. All right. DP, on the basketball tip, who you got for the city? For the, for the NBA City Editions. So, I, I, give you, I give you my top five. All right. Um, in no particular order. I really rock with the Grizzlies joints. I mm-hmm. like those. Um, I like the bad style joints that just dropped. Or not the best, the, but the uh, uh, Basquiat joints for the yeah f- for the for the Brooklyn Nets. For sure, I like those. Um, the Lakers ones always solid, always solid. You know, took it took it back with those. Um, so that's three, four. Um, I'm gonna have to go with uh, with the Oakland joints for the Warriors. I really yeah. like those. It was simple, but I but I liked it, and then I like the uh, the Portland the Portland Oregon jerseys. Okay. I like the nice little the little tricolor on the side right there. For sure, for sure. My the ones that the <laughs> ones that I thought on both in, in both sports, hockey. The Kings got a great one. The Ducks one is fun, just because it's you know they got the cartoon on it. But Nick, to your point, the jersey that the actual duck is wearing. Wow, the one that he's wearing. Like, yo, <laughs> ash, fire. Um. I looked at the Red Wings ones. I wasn't impressed, but they like all white, so it's cool. Yeah. But it could have. But the the Wings, from a Jersey standpoint, haven't done much in their entire existence, so it's not like they have much to work with. Um. Oh wait, who had a good one? I was the Vegas Golden Knights one. That was pretty fun for me. Mm. That one was, that was cool. cool. That one was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Considering they have, considering they've only been around for you know three four years now. I mean, yeah, they and they and they paid homage to their like minor league team that used to be there, mm-hmm. which yeah. I was like, all right, cool. Uh, who else had a good one? Uh, didn't the uh, Hurricanes uh, do something for like the Plymouth Whalers? The Hartford Whalers. The Hartford right. Whalers, yeah, not Plymouth. Yeah, yeah. like I thought yeah. that was cool. Like to you know give a shout out to them. Uh, who else had a decent one? Yeah, uh, I can't think of all of them right now. I gotta look. I gotta look Tampa, at them. I gotta look at them again. Tampa Bay had some dope jerseys too. They kind of threw it back to those uh, the jerseys that they won their first Stanley Cup with back in '04. Yes, that Tampa yeah, Bay some that was a good one. Too. That was that was a dope one. And the NBA back, back when Gary Thorne was the the national broadcaster for for all the NHL games. People <laughs> remember that <laughs> <laughs> for sure. And then, let's see, NBA, Lakers, Lakers was dope, Raptors was dope, the Pacers one actually was pretty cool, because mm-hmm. they had, uh, they went back to the pinstripe, the Knicks was complete ass, that one was awful. <laughs> you <laughs> said the Knicks joint? <laughs> Look that one up. That one they didn't even like, have, like, they didn't even do like a sexy release for that one, like that, when they did like all 30 teams. Like the Knicks was right down there in the corner. I was like, "The hell is that?" Uh, Atlanta came out with the MLK joints. That was cool. The Clippers did the same jersey again, so they turned it black. Made no sense. It didn't. Uh, who else had a good one that I that I was kicking with? The Spurs was cool from the nineties. Yeah, I like that Spurs joint. Spurs one was Spurs one was tight, and then yeah, uh, Charlotte and uh, Memphis. So those are like my few. Yeah, I rock with that. I rock with that. Yeah, but yeah. On that note, Nick, thanks for coming through, man. I appreciate it. Appreciate you pulling up, man. Yeah, 
Yeah, guys, thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it. Of course, of course. Anytime. Yeah, anytime, yeah, anytime man. I ain't no, anytime. No problem. How can the good people find you out there on, in, in the social media atmosphere? All right, the social media world, you can find me on Instagram at NickMC underscore 15. That's really where I'm at on social media. I'm not really anywhere else. I had Twitter for a bit, decided to get off of there. Mm-hmm. Twitter's so fun. But, uh, <laughs> Twitter's so but, fun. Uh, but yeah, so so that, that's where I'm at. You can find me on Instagram there, at NickMC underscore 15. I don't post a lot, but I think I got some good story content. So, so for make sure. sure to take a look for that. For sure. By all means, come back on the show anytime, man. we love to have you. Yeah, you know, man. Your friend, your, friend of, your friend of the program now, so come on back. Uh, appreciate it, guys. Appreciate it. Everybody know how to find me. You got anything before we get out of here? Man, y'all have a good, safe weekend. Uh, always love on your loved ones. And, um, you know, just be productive. You know what I'm saying? Stay safe out here. Right. Stay safe because we all know what we going through and people continue to lose their lives and get sick by all that. Stay safe. Do your thing. Be yeah. responsible. Be smart. Um, on that note, peace, love, blessings. We are out of here. Peace. Yeah.